Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension, a dimension of pressure, a dimension of coverage, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land, two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man, of help-side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. back Sunday night 7 p.m. on the matchup zone here in Block Talk's uh, phone pack studios Block Talk Radio Mike and Kevin coming to you live every Sunday evening except last Sunday which was Easter for the uh, for the holy observant uh, so yeah big week uh, a lot's happened since we've last spoken uh, obviously the big story right now uh, you know, Donald Sir, Donald Sterling uh, and his and his antics have uh, become a big deal, and it's 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 quite quite ridiculous. And uh, I don't know, it's 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 pretty ludicrous what he said. And if that's him, uh, he just he, for a team to go out and play for that is uh, pretty mind blowing. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Also, uh, going to talk a little Flyers hockey. And uh, Pujols' 500th home run, which was a big who gives a crap for the entire world, because I didn't even know he was anywhere close to 500. Yeah, I had no idea he was anywhere close to 500. And suddenly I'm watching SportsCenter, and they said he hit his 500th home run. And I was like, wow, that's that's pretty interesting, considering I had no idea that it was even close. I don't don't think he knew he was close. Yeah, I just hit him. Hey, what are these, all these people coming out, coming out of the dugout in the third inning? Why did they, why did I, they throw the ball back in the field? Did you see the kid gave the ball back? Did you see that story? No. The kid who caught his 500 home run just gave the ball back, and everyone's making a big deal. Oh, the kid, he just gave the ball back to him. Um, I guess it could have been worth money, but I think all these guys, too, they they'll give him signed bats and signed jerseys. Yeah, they're gonna. He's gonna and, do something. It's yeah, not yeah. like he's just gonna no. be like, oh, all right, thanks for the ball, dude. Thanks. Have a nice peace. day. Yeah. Nah, he'll he'll do he'll do something. Yeah, he'll do the right thing. Uh, I mean, maybe he'll give him. You know, he might give him a jersey. Um, <laughs> and he might give him a jersey, a signed ball, a needle in the ass. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever he's got laying around in his locker. I was wondering where you're going with that. Right where I expected. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Like, yeah. Did you ever see him? Did you ever see his rookie? Did you ever see him run? <laughs> Watching him run. Seriously, if, if you people out there want to see something funny. Google Albert Pujols lugging out a triple. Albert Pujols in a race. I mean, if you want to laugh, I mean, it's hysterical to watch him run. His legs are moving, but his upper body is. I don't. I don't. Even, I don't know how to explain it. He's too it. big. 
Wow. There has to. There's something's gonna. Something's gonna come. No, no See, question. I feel like that's why that's that why 500. Make a big deal. Yeah, 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 it was like not a big deal. And even he's like, he has his 500. Like people are coming. Like, go back, go back, <laughs> go back. Don't make a big deal out of this. Keep it quiet. Show brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We are just a foam call away. I get it. 888-458-2928. Also by Integrated Play, Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic realm, contact Renee, 269-760-3857. And Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. Cross River Realty is also a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com. CrossRiverRealty. <laughs> CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. That up to you, brought to you by Elmer Fudd? That brought to you by uh, the extra saliva that is accumulating around my sides of my lips. Our call-in number tonight, 347-215-8126. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at the match underscore up zone. You know what sucks? I really wish we got that, the match up zone. I, like, wrote whoever. It's, like, it's a defunct account. Like, no one uses it. What are you talking about? I want, like, the match up zone. I hate, like, you're like, oh, what's your website? The match underscore up zone. It's no, like, that's oh, the website. That's the Twitter. What did I say? The website. Oh, sorry. The website is the match up zone. The website the is at the ma- no the the Twitter handle. I wish it was just the matchup zone and not match like underscore. at the match underscore up zone. It's too many uh, too, too many, much too much going on. It's too much going on. And no one knows. I didn't know what an underscore was until like two weeks ago. Oh, you're an idiot. No, I knew before then, but probably when we made the account. <laughs> like an underscore. What is that? I thought it was like the what 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 matches take place before the main event. Oh, that's, <laughs> no, that's undercard. Under card, yeah. Under underwear. Speaking of which, uh, a pair of underwear. I have like a few crazy stories from from the the neighborhood in Cherry Hill. I live in a Mike and I. We live in Cherry Hill. It's they're nice neighborhoods. It's like very very nice. It's uh, you know, people are very kind. It's it's just a good place to live. You know, lots of plants, lots of underwear. you know, yeah, lots. We live in like in suburbia, so. Uh, the one park by my house, there's a there's a it's like this historic land. And there's like a big playground that a lot of kids use. Uh, there's there's a pair of underwear found there. Uh, Tidy whities No, I think it was men's. I think it was it was the ladies. The ladies. The ladies variety. <laughs> the ladies sorts. So I'm just sitting there like, I, I it's like my my daughter goes there pretty much every day and we walk and and I'm just like oh we definitely have to wash our hands. <laughs> it's like that's ridiculous that people are just going and having sex on. Well, like we a don't swing know that. set. What? Do you, what else? Would, okay, uh, br- some kind of sexual interaction of sorts well, was maybe, going on uh, there. Maybe she. Uh, maybe she had some. Go ahead. She tried. You know, she had. To, she had to take care of some business. Maybe a little bit got on the underwear there, and she just left them behind. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really check the inside. So, and another another story. When I was driving over here today, some guy, you know, nice guy, riding his bike, and. He's like riding his. He had sandals on, so he had like the thong sandals on. So you knew he wasn't. He wasn't. It's like he, so you he, saw two pair of thongs today, <laughs> four or three. Uh, so he's he's wearing his sandals and just kind of driving down the road, and I like look and he's smoking a cigarette. 
<laughs> and drinking a beer. While he's riding a well, bike? But it was like a beach cruiser. Like, he was driving he's a... Riding, yeah. He's, like, riding this... It, it wasn't like a you know a Pet real butt yeah, yeah like where he's really going out right. and he didn't have the helmet he just looked like just he was just like along. hanging around hanging out he was like I'm just gonna but he I thought it was a high school kid at first because I was like no no adult in my neighborhood who would do that but it was it, it was an adult and he was smoking a cigarette or it, what <laughs> he was smoking a cigarette and holding very hands in the ass no he, he the beer was in a cup holder oh, but he took it well, took oh, it okay. took a hit. And I, I I say a hit because I was like, who smokes cigarettes? And, and I was just like, that just seems odd. And I was like, maybe he's going out because he wants to smoke a little of the wacky stuff. Yep, the wacky and, tobacco. And he just said, you know what? I can't do it in front of my kids or you but know my now, wife. And now, he's like, I'll just take be, a bike ride. That can't be ride. legal to drink a beer while riding a bike. Right? Uh, it's definitely not legal. Yeah. But he was doing it. So I don't really, I don't know. There's, there is a high police presence in our neighborhood. So maybe he'll, he'll uh, get busted. But... I, I, he put it back in the cup holder, and the cup holder like sh- shielded the beer because I took a pretty slow pass of him because I was like, huh. And it was definitely a beer. It was a Coors Light. It was, was a Don sil- from Fairfax. It was he a, does a lot of biking. It was a Super Bowl. He does a lot of biking, and the, and the, wiz- and the Wizards won today. He, yeah, it's could true. he be cruising around? He a might have sol- been celebratory uh, bike ride. Well, I would say, it, but I, I saw Don from Fairfax this morning. <laughs> this morning, and uh, yeah, he was. He was in the neighborhood as of this morning, so maybe it was. Maybe he took a... Was he wearing a retro West Unsold Bullets jersey <laughs> riding his beach cruiser? He was wearing it inside out in... Uh, in protest? In protest of, uh, I don't know. Donald Sterling? <laughs> Donald Sterling. I'm, uh, I, he doesn't own the Wizards, but I'm still pissed. Kev, Kev real quick. In the yeah. studio here, we have on the NBA games in the background. The mm-hmm. Before the playoffs started... Yeah. If you would have told me that the Raptors, Bobcats, and Wizards were all in the playoffs, I would have said you had a better chance of finding a, a pair of thong underwear at <laughs> Park in Cherry Hill. I mean, I had no Before this morning, idea. I would have said the same thing. <laughs> I had no idea that the Bobcats and the Wizards and the Raptors were in the playoffs. It's insane. I had no idea. Well, here's the you thing. Know, you know what it is, dude? Like, we, we're Sixers fans. I think we're just like, all right, how bad can this? And we're just, I'm checking the standings for how bad are the Sixers. Yeah, and, Sixers and I'm not looking at the top of the standings. Yeah. You're looking you, at the bottom. You really are. And I totally agree because I think a lot of Sixers fans did that this year. They focused more on the bottom of the table. I had and no, just like, hopefully, yeah. hopefully had, they lose, I lose enough. Tell, I could tell you the five worst teams in the league. Because I know Bucks, the, yeah, Sixers. the Bucks, the Jazz. I mean, you know, yeah. the Lakers are horrible just because Pelicans, they're up there. Yeah, but the, Raptors, have pay, but the Raptors are playing in the playoffs. Well, remember we were going through that entire thing uh, with like DeMar, uh, DeMar DeRozan and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and I'm like, I was like, is he that good? But then he went out and dropped thirty. There was one guy that I I I, I always knew. I Lamarcus loved Marcus Aldridge. I love LaMarcus Aldridge, and oh, I've of loved course. him as of, as of uh, last week. No, he's because I watched him like two years You've ago in the playoffs. Loved him two weeks ago. I watched him like two years ago in the playoffs. He was just he's yeah. just so solid. He's one of those big guys. He can do it inside, but he can. He's also like that unorthodox outside yeah. game. Like he can hit, but he's like he throws up those shots. Like you know when Dirk throws up shots, you're like, there's no way that's yeah, going they go in. Yeah, like little fadeaways. Yeah, yeah, but. I feel like guys who play in Portland, we never see That's the because problem. you're yeah. just like they're on at ten thirty at night and they're they're never on around here. But the kid Damian Lillard's a great player too. Yeah, he is, and it's frustrating because I'm. I feel like that 
that to me is the series I wish I could watch yeah, the Rockets, every minute. The Rockets Blazers, yeah. Rockets Blazers, like I like the Rockets team. Uh, you know, you want to see you want to see Dwight Howard, Marcus Aldridge. I mean, he's going pretty much against Robin Lopez, but you want to see that kind of matchup. You and that it's always on at ten thirty at night. Like I can't and like no. tonight it's on it. It's yeah. on it. Uh, I think it's on at nine thirty tonight, which is a little better. But like ten thirty at night, I'm I'm yeah. I'm in bed by ten thirty. Like the the Phillies at the West Coast swing. Oh, I can't do it. Now, it's, the nine forty, I can watch a couple innings. Yeah. but the ten oh five, ten thirteen starts. I, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, we're just we're old men. Like we have kids. There's it's it's just not. I remember I used to get so excited about those games when I was younger. Yeah, because you were up late. Yeah, like, oh, you, you know, you get home. Mm-hmm. You could do you you, you grab a Wow Wow Shorty. Yeah, your night started when those games came on. You had a six pack of beer. You didn't pop the first one until ten oh five at first pitch. That's it. So just times they are changing. So uh, <clears throat> getting to our top story tonight, uh, the Donald Sterling saga has been, uh, you know, all over everywhere. I Usually, usually we don't like to report on the, the like main stories just because it's been done to death. Uh, but we talk a lot about race, race issues and on here, I think, uh, you know, Mike and I both, both, I know Dave Allen has come on and, and talked about it as well. Uh, Mike and I mean, Mike and I are in the basketball community. Uh, I know a lot about, about race issues because I played in, I was, I was the, I was the minority my entire life. I know Mike was as well because you're a white guy playing professional basketball. You're a white guy playing college basketball. It's, it's very, very different, uh, feeling. So when you kind of go through this, you become the minority and you really, you know, it's 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 so much respect uh, given and and received and and shown to your teammates and stuff like that. It's just like one of those things where I know a lot about those race issues because I've seen both sides. So uh, it's it's this Donald Sterling thing is this if this comes out that that he actually did this. Let me pre- preface this by saying, if it comes out that he actually did this, Chris Paul needs to like grab a microphone. And just it's he at the end at the if it's like a hundred percent this is his voice he needs to take a microphone when he's back in L A and just tell the dude off like what's the worst that can happen? Well, you have to be careful too because this guy's paying this guy's signing. Yeah, but you it's Chris Paul. What is he going to sign? What is he going to get rid of him? Okay, I'll go to a, I'll go to a different team. Like you'll he'll break up the Clippers and no one will come to the games. So it's well, like it'll be like the last twenty five years. But that's the thing. Like he has something good going. This is why I'm like. See, this whole thing sounds a little fishy to me. Yeah. I mean, is this girl looking for a payday to record? You know, I, I, I don't know. This whole thing is just, I got to hear a little more. You got to. I do too. You know, they're going to do the whole due process stuff, and Adam Silver's not going to rush the judgment. But Mm-mm. I don't know. The whole thing sounds a little fishy, but the racism exists in sports. Oh, absolutely. Racism's undefeated. Yeah, it is. It happens every year, all the time. Uh huh. All the time. And it's going to continue to happen. I mean, as long. As long as there are black and white and different races, there's going to be racism that exists. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is for the, for our lifetime and, and for our kids' lifetimes. It's never going away. Yeah, I totally agree. And, uh, you know, looking more looking more at this, you're, you know, you, you have to really – and LeBron, LeBron said it. Well, he's uh, saying all the right things. LeBron yeah. knows that he's the face of the NBA. Yeah, LeBron. He's saying the right things. And he was mad. coming out and saying stuff. Le- LeBron, Jordan, Magic, yeah, yeah. They, they've all said, you know, they've, they've been hard on him and said, you know, this 
if this is true, but they've always prefaced with, with saying, if this turns out to be true, then this, he should be ashamed of himself. And it's, and it's, it's yeah, absolutely correct. But what can correct. you do? Can, can, you, can you fire an owner? No, but you can, you can just not play for him. Doc, Doc Rivers said they asked him if he would be coaching – if this turned out to be true, would, would he be coaching the Clippers uh, next year? He's like, uh, we'll have to – he's like, we'll have to see. Well, yeah, we'll have to see because if he offers enough money, he'll be coaching the Clippers. I don't know. See, that's just, the X factor, dude. Yeah, but here's, here's the guys, thing. Here's my yeah, thing. Uh, you, don't think, you don't think of Donald Sterling oh, – says Chris, Chris Paul – Seven years, hundred and eighty or hundred and twenty-five million. Yeah, but here's, here's the thing. What's my thing is this: Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, uh, Doc Rivers, DeAndre Jordan. Like these, uh, they can go anywhere. They can go to any team and get paid. That's the whole thing. It's it's like they don't care. They do they like living in L.A. Maybe, but cool, yeah. they can go to the Lakers. Just the Kobe's yeah. on his way out. They can just be like, listen, I don't even have to move. I'm just going to change owners, and I'm going to change uniforms, right. and I'm going to be in the same exact arena, they, same thing. They could also go to the Bucks, where it's friggin' freezing. The team stinks. Yeah, but I feel like if you're if you're a guy who who really you know has those morals and values that says you know I'm not playing for a guy like this, then don't. You don't have to. You can go elsewhere. So that's the whole thing. Donald Sterling has no leg to stand on if this all comes out that uh, this is what he ends up doing. He has zero leg to stand on because all these guys are just going to go elsewhere. He's not going to be able to field a team like guys. What I mean, yeah, but the, the, here's the thing too. Like, you know, racism exists the other way too. Oh, I like, totally like, agree. You know, it's been it was well documented for years that John Thompson would not recruit white players. Yeah, you're you right. You go back in the '80s and look at those Georgetown teams. Mm-hmm. You're not finding a white guy. No, you're not finding a white guy. You're so, right. you're right, and. Uh, even you know, and it was well documented. I I totally agree. I think that there's there's racing. Uh, I think Stephen A. Smith, uh, you know, came out the, what the story not too long ago where he's he almost generates generates racism. It's it's almost as if he he tries to to make things drum it up, drum drum up racism. And if it's you know if he's such a adamant non-believer in that, then you shouldn't be drumming it up. You should draw attention to it. But you shouldn't be uh, you shouldn't be making a mockery and putting your name and putting yourself in there uh, just to kind of get your face out there. That's that's it's irresponsible on his part. And I told you this before uh, when the whole entire thing happened with uh, Marcus Smart. If this if this is one of those things where it turns out that she faked the whole thing, I mean, she the, like you said, there's something fishy. The guys like you know won awards for the NAACP, uh, NAACP, and he's he's won awards. Uh, he hires you know a, a great African American coach. He's he's an owner of a basketball team. Yeah, but yeah, but here's the thing: he's doing all those things because look, the fact of the matter is, most of the NBA is made up of African Americans. Correct. Okay. Well. This is a business. He's in it to make money. If he sits, if he gets five white guys out there, they ain't winning. No, you're right. So he wants, and Doc Rivers is one of the top three coaches in the NBA. So he knows he's got to make money. So is he going to say, you know what? I'm getting all white guys. I'm getting a white general manager. I'm getting a white coach, and I'm going to stink and not and not make any money just because I'm a racist. No, of course he's going to go out and get the best players he can. Just because he has a black coach and black players doesn't mean he's not a racist. That just means those guys can help him win money. Yeah, you're right. I, I, listen, I, 
if the guy did it, it's like deplorable. He's he's an absolute fool. Like talk about just completely ruining whatever you've built. Uh, if that's what he said, then it, he's just a closet racist, which is like the sneakiest, worst kind of person. It's that person who says one thing, and underneath they're kind of, you know, they're 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 bashing and stuff like that. But he, my thing is, you you do there is something fishy going on, and you don't know. That's why people need to relax before they just go to pass judgment. I have people that I went to college with, people that I know on Facebook, just completely saying, ban every Clippers game. Like, this dude's a racist. It's like, just everyone take a breath. Let's see what happens. You can't, it's like the, all the, whenever there's a racism issue comes up, it becomes like an all-out war. No one, no one uses their head, and it's both sides of the party. No one uses their head, and, and it becomes out of control, and everyone needs to just relax, see what happens, see what they say. This dude's not getting this. Guy, this is the NBA. He's not going to get a free pass. This isn't like some some shady hillbilly hillbilly ass precinct police station. This is the NBA. They're going to make sure that they get this one right. They're not they're, they're not yeah. BSing with this. They're going to make sure they get it right. So everyone needs to wait uh, because but, you, you look at this girl has. Uh, she has like a $1.3 million antitrust suit against her from this family, from Donald Sterling. Uh, that's, that's happening. She vows to get even with him. Uh, and Donald Sterling's married. Donald Sterling's married. Which so comes you, a little... Well, you, that's, see, that's what makes him, I'm just like, this dude's a, you know, obviously a scumbag because he has a girlfriend, but he's married. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but guess what? So do all the players. Yeah, that's true. But they, but it's like this girl's. I don't know. It's like she's African American and uh, Hispanic mix. Right. I just don't understand. He's. It seems like it's almost. I don't know. It's. It's like doesn't make any sense why he would say this. And B, why is he saying like don't bring black people to the game? That doesn't make any. You're an owner. Yeah, this sounds like a set. Yeah, this... You're an owner. Why are you telling people not to come to your games? You're the, you're the owner. Someone's looking for a payday, huh? I I feel like there's it's it's odd. That's why I'm saying everyone relax. Don't rush the then judgment. They, then they asked their wife, his wife. They said, "Is that your husband's voice there?" And she's like, "I can't be sure." Well, like if, you, you if, hear him every day, right, dummy? I don't know. That's there. There's a lot of fishiness to it. If this comes out and he said it, he should be beaten with a should sack be, of nickels. Should be, should be hung at dawn. Well, there's if he does, he's he he needs to just disappear into a. Yeah, cave but, yeah, or yeah, something but, like but he's how, not going to coach he's not going to be an owner anymore he's going to sell the yeah, team but, but how can you tell like yeah I mean, you can't, because he, he's just going to lose all the money on the investment here's another thing you know and i'm just looking at all these factors he's also a, like this people always come back he's always this he's this huge billionaire he's done business his entire life he obviously knows uh exactly what to do what to say what so I don't know, like that could be going against him too, because he says one thing in public and behind closed doors, he's a completely different person. It's uh, it's pretty insane what's what has transpired uh, this weekend, and uh, you know the Clippers today took uh, used the the red just the red blank or inside out Clippers T-shirts that they put on so where there's where there's no logo. I thought that was a good sign of protest. Obviously, because you you have NBA players, they're not gonna. It's this is their life. This is their life. 
Like, they want to win championships. They're not about that, uh, we're going to protest, we're going to boycott a game. They're players. They love to play the game. So, as bad as they feel, you can't just, it's the playoffs. Because there's 20,000, or probably more than that, a tons and tons of Clippers fans out there that want to see them succeed. And they want to see them play. Why, why are they going to turn their back just because one D-bag said, said something wrong? Like they, they're not going to, they should, when they, when they were talking about like, you guys should ban, someone was saying that this team should band together and not play. I'm like, Hey idiot, you have, you have tons of a fan, you have a huge fan base that has just been dying for you to get to where you are, to where you're, you're the Clippers and you have this powerful team and you could contest, for, contend for a championship. And now you're going to say like, Oh, we're boycotting a game. Like, shut up. Don't be an idiot. These guys are NBA players. They, they know better than that. The guy's a jerk. If this comes out to be true, he should burn for it. But at the same time, listen, the fans deserve better. They didn't say anything, so I don't know. Yeah, but I disagree when you said that the play, the the people won't come to the games. Um, fans, no, people are going to come to the no, games. No, but you said, you said people won't come if this guy's still the owner. I disagree. But players aren't going to play for him if he's still the owner. Yeah, they will. Players are going to play. Players are still going to play for him. He'll have he'll have the Sixers lineup this year. He'll have guys like that D League players yeah, coming. They're in. still going to play for him, and and fans forget. I mean, they, no one thought people were coming back after the '94 strike with baseball. People mm-hmm. come back. I mean, fans they just want to be entertained. They don't care. The, the fans really care who the owner is. Like, no. like, like, like if the owner of the Sixers said that, uh, all right, all right, look, it's appalling. You shouldn't say blah blah blah. But I'm still going to root for the Sixers. You are, because that's because the thing. Not, You're not, a fan. I'm rooting for the Sixers. I'm not rooting for him. Um, but I guess ultimately the Sixers win. He makes more money, but that's just the way it is. But that's my thing. I think the fans, the fans they want to play, because, or they want them to play. They don't, they're not down with the whole like boycotting games and stuff. But uh, if Donald Sterling's the owner, I don't think you're going to draw. I, think, I don't think Chris Paul is going to be back. I don't think Blake Griffin's going to be back. So you're going to have guys who are going to play there because – it's the NBA, but at the same time, you're not going to have the team that you had this year, and that's going to hurt your fan base, and that's going to hurt people coming to the game. So that is really the issue I'm thinking of. I don't think uh, you can just boycott. Like fans are just going to be like, I'm ban- I'm boycotting the game too. You're fans. It's just because the owner's a d bag. It doesn't mean anything. Anything else. Yeah, I mean. The, you know this this whole thing still remains to be seen, and we'll see what happens. And something's going to happen quickly, that's for sure. Whether this guy, whether how hard they punish him, or I, I don't know what the NBA can do, but something has to be done. I think it's going to be done pretty quickly. Um, you know, although they might try to hold the toy after the season. You know, the season's coming to an end, so mm-hmm. they may not want to. Um, you know, let like LeBron said, don't let this deter what you know. Some good, some good games are going on. Um, not that, uh, not that I've been following a whole lot. You know, we talked a little bit before the show about hockey, about hockey, and we got the the barking dogs. Um, I figured I'd give it a go. But we talked about uh, hockey and how just we have no clue what's going on in a hockey game. Um, at least I don't, and I know you you don't either. See, that's the whole thing. Like, I have no idea. It's like I'm 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 just I'm just looking looking at it the whole entire time, and I'm watching this game, and I'm like, hold on, is it coming? 
Uh, I'm I'm watching this entire game and I'm going. Uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm like, is this good? What's happening? Like I've no. I, see, I love I I I like the Flyers. I wouldn't say I love them, but I really enjoy playoff hockey. I'm like that kind of guy who hops on in the playoffs. But I'll watch a few regular season games just because it's interesting to me. I just don't watch like I, if there's a hockey game on NBC uh, Sports Network. Like on a on a Wednesday night, there's no way I'm going to watch it. Like I have zero interest in that, so I'm not going to watch that game because I just I'm just not a huge fan of hockey. <laughs> yeah, I I I could I couldn't care less about hockey. I don't know anything about it. I don't claim to know anything about it. I don't care to know anything about it. All I know is I don't watch it. Yeah, well, I watch the playoffs, so I sit there and I'm like, is the, are like the Flyers? Are, like I'm watching the game today and I'm like. Are the Flyers doing poorly? Like I understand they're losing, but yeah, are they? You don't, you don't know how they're losing, or what, yeah. what? Like what? You don't know what the Rangers are doing to make them play yeah, poorly. Yeah, I'm like, what? What? It, uh, it's like I don't have that insight because I just don't really don't follow game, hockey, yeah. and I, I don't watch like other teams play. So I'm not watching the Bruins play every night and going, oh, the, well, the Flyers aren't doing this and the Bruins are. I have no idea. I've, oh well, you know the Rangers are forechecking a little better today. That's what they, were, they were cycling and mucking and grinding a little better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like I'm watching the game, going, I don't think they're playing well. They were staying in their lanes too, I think. Because <laughs> the only evidence I have is a puck came past Cla- Cloud Drew. Cloud. <laughs> Cloud. A puck came past uh, Cloud Drew, and he like whiffed on it. But I was like. I was like, was that puck hard? Uh, like, I don't know. Was it was it a knuckle puck? Like my, yes, I, it was a knuckle puck. I feel like I'm going back to the Muddy Ducks, too, and just saying, like, the, what what determines good hockey? That's that's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm at. And I really do – that's the whole thing. I really do enjoy watching the Flyers. Like, I watched the game today, and I'm, like, into it, and I'm excited. And I'm like, when they score, I'm really excited. And when the Rangers score, I'm obviously pissed. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how it's happening. Like if you if I if I watch a basketball game, I'm I'm going through and I I, I see every angle. I'm like, okay, yeah. they're they're running this. They're gonna right. this guy's gonna come. He's running in transition. They're gonna come up and set this pick because I know all everything about basketball. But when I'm watching hockey, I feel like it's almost more exciting to me to watch a Flyers game because I have no idea what's happening. It's like going on a roller coaster. Yeah. I'm like, like all, all you know is the puck goes in. It's good. It's that's I, I'm and like that this red is light great. lights up. That's good. They like shoot the ball, and I know a power play. You know, I know like the the little yeah. things about it. Like I know uh, when they when it's a power play, I'm like, this is good. Right. And I know you know they have five on four, and I'm like, they should score here. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, well, are they playing? I I don't. But you don't know about their P- you don't know about the other team's PK though. No, I kill. yeah, no no clue. So I'm just watching. Yeah, I'm just waiting for that puck to go in so I can like jump up well, and Kev, down. If you look at the ratings. Hockey, you're you're like most Americans. Yeah, we right. don't know anything about it, and we don't watch it. Yeah, well, that's why it's on. I mean, look at the channels it's on in the playoffs. Yeah. It's on that like. Uh, remember the Hockey Channel a couple years ago? No one had no one. Yeah, I think knew there, where the hell yeah. it was or how to find it on the it was TV. Like the outdoor channel, I forget yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Discovery ID or so. It was like Vers- Vers- versus yeah. or versus or something. Yeah, like what? Yeah, I never heard. Look of at the versus. NBA. The NBA is on ABC. Yeah, you're right. Well, the, the, and it's on the, NBC. The main uh, the, hockey games football are on, is on Fox. Well, the main hockey games. Are, well, the, here's the thing that's funny because during the week it's like, we, God forbid we interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you the NBA playoffs. Like the NBA playoffs are, I, and this is just me. I, I feel like they're they're a big deal. 
because I've watched like the the NBA playoffs. I'll sit there and watch. Uh, I'll watch this game right now. I'll watch the uh, Toronto and and Brooklyn, and like be into it and be excited about it. Like why? I don't. I just like basketball. Yeah, but like this is a terrible game though. Yeah, but it's like I know the players and stuff. None of these teams can compete. Like to me, this series like ah, it's a basketball game. Because in the long run, you know, none, neither of these teams can win a championship. Yeah. Well, Kirilenko, what is he? What is going on with his hair? I thought it was a, a WNBA game for a second. Yeah. I, He's an odd. I, I, like odd like the Rockets, Portland, you can kind of get into that can, one. I can get into because a it's fast paced. It's mm-hmm. not the Eastern Conference. It's up and down. B, you can kind of see those teams. Okay, you know what? If Portland gets hot, they can make a run. Um. You know, you can't really get too excited about the Clippers and Warriors because in my in my eye, neither of those teams have a chance to win. Yeah, see, uh, I I was excited about the Clippers Warriors because I like Stephon Curry. Uh, they it's like that shoot 'em out versus Lob City. It's kind of like exciting to watch. Yeah, but it's that gimmick bad. It's the gimmick yeah, it basketball. Gimmick it, doesn't, it doesn't win in the playoffs. Well, It'll win. I mean, obviously, one of these teams have to have to win. But the pro- here's the problem with here's the problem with both of those teams. They don't have any. They're not. They're not a great half court. They don't have any interior play. Blake Griffin dunks every time. Great DeAndre Jordan. Dunks. But can you give DeAndre Jordan the ball in the block in a half court game and expect him to dominate down low? No. Wow. Can you throw him a lob from eighty four feet? Of course. But he, he, the same thing with the Warriors. I'll give you a dollar if you can name a Warriors post player. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I can. The kid David Lee. He doesn't count. Is he even on the team? No, he's 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 not really. a post player. You can't. But for for you even thinking as long, they don't have one. Yeah. No, you know the Splash Brothers and you know all that other stuff. The guys shooting threes and Steph Curry getting hot. But what's well, it's well here's the thing like and we said that well, we're basketball purists here at the Matchup Zone. So I, the one series the name the one series I do watch is the Mavericks uh, the Mavericks Spurs and people are like people hate that series. <laughs> like it's the lowest rated series. I love it. Because it's Tim Duncan, it's Tony Parker, it's it's Dirk Nowitzki, it's those guys who are fundamentally so sound. They play inside out basketball. They have post players who can post up and score. It's a fun game to watch. It's like very exciting. I kind of like watching the Pacers too, but they've oh been pretty God. brutal to watch the, lately. The, the, the Sixers garbage has really brought that team down. Yeah. Oh my God. I Evan mean, Evan Turner getting in fights with Lance Stevenson. I mean, why the hell would you pick up Andrew Bynum? This team was thirty-three so and stupid. and eight at one point, or thirty-three and seven, or something, wherever the hell they were, and then they pick up these knuckleheads. Yeah, that's really the, bad. The, the, there is there's something to be said for having too many players too. Yeah. Because now Frank Vogel's looking around going. Yeah, you know what? I I got to get this guy in the game. I got to get this guy in the game. You know, you don't need you don't need all those other players. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the the why mess with a good thing? You got you had Danny Granger coming back from injury. He was a locker room leader guy for the Pacers. They all loved him. Uh, you get rid of him. You get Evan Turner, who we talked about last week with that stupid spin move. He would just Evan Turner would just sit there and just try to drive in to sixteen people and spin. And when you have uh, when you're you're on the Sixers, you're like good, like go Evan because you're just yeah, you stink because all you're doing is you're like I hope he I'm glad he has a nose for trying to score every single time. On a good team, you're like what is this idiot doing? 
because he's turning it over. When he turned it over to the Sixers, you're like, well, he's the best we have. Like right. he, he should be trying to score. When you're on a team like the Pacers, it's ludicrous for you to try to drive and do that stupid spin nonsense right. and get it. He just turns the ball over. Right. But when everything's going so well, why mess with why it? Why the heck would yeah. you mess with it? It doesn't, it doesn't make, make any sense. sense. It's, that is so bizarre. It's mind-boggling. It's dumb, and I just can't believe that the Pacers decided to get Andrew Bynum and Evan Turner. Yeah, the Sixers trash, right? And you just start falling apart. There's a like, reason. I, like, I understand. Like, okay, they maybe pick up Thaddeus Young off the Sixers. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. A nice role player is going to come in and give you some. You know, he's not going to cause any problems. He exactly. He doesn't want to shoot the ball. He doesn't care about scoring. No. Okay, you want to pick him up, but you're going to pick up Evan Turner, who thinks, you know, you know, look, there's a pecking order. Yeah. Evan Turner. On this team, he's like the bottom of the. I mean, he's sixth or seventh, yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I mean, you know, the best players should take the most shots. Mm-hmm. Paul George should take the most shots. Roy Hibbert should be taking the most shots. You know, uh, who's the other guy? David West should be taking yep. the most shots. You, you can't have Evan Turner going in there and shooting and shooting twelve, fifteen shots. Yeah, that's you can't bad. have it. It's 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 a it's a bad system that you really screwed it up. And the problem is the chemistry is so bad now. Oh, it's done. Uh, it's done. And that's that becomes the whole entire issue because this chemistry is horrible. So now you have Evan. Now it's like this locker room. Guys don't like going into going in and play. Like when you when you're on a team, and I know, uh, I, you know, I know when when I played. Uh, when you're on a team, when you're when you're on a team, and you have like this this great camaraderie, and everyone gets along. And it's just it's it's a fun atmosphere. You loved going to work. You loved going in and uh and playing every day. You loved practicing. Like I was on, I've been on some teams where I really really enjoyed every single day. I enjoyed going in. I enjoyed practice. I enjoyed going and lifting because I was there with guys that I really cared about. They were great friends, people I still talk to today. And that's what I look at as like that's. That made it interesting. When, but I've also been on the other end where you're where you're with guys that are just complete showboats. They're only out for themselves, and it becomes very frustrating because you you don't. It's not, it's a completely different atmosphere. You don't really enjoy going to practice because you're not really with people that you like. You're just kind of put together on a team with people who just are like whatever. You're just kind of there. So that becomes the whole entire uh, the whole entire issue when. When you look at uh, that camaraderie, and Evan Turner has and Andrew Bynum have come in and completely done away with that entire uh, chemistry that 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 good team once had. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said any better. I, mean, I really couldn't. I mean, it's uh, chemistry. There's a lot to be said for chemistry in sports, and one player can ruin the whole thing. I think when Danny Granger left the Pacers, that really hurt. Because I think he was kind of like the big brother, mm-hmm. kept everybody in order. Um, you know, there's been guys. You know, you you look at T.O. here in Philly. I mean, he almost single-handedly, you know, well, he, he, he almost single-handedly won them a Super Bowl, and then and almost then, super so single-handedly destroyed, destroyed the, team. the franchise. Yeah, that's it's it's so true. I mean. You have to understand, and some of those fans, if you don't understand the game, uh, you know the people who don't understand the game because they're going to be like, we need to get this guy, we need to get this guy, we need to get this guy. Those guys that understand the game are going to be like, listen, there's a reason that guys are GMs because they're, they're going to go in and be like, I want, I need the best players on my team. 
Uh, but at the same time, it's not going to ruin chemistry. I can't have guys in here that are complete fools and don't care about the game. Yeah, I mean, how, you see it happen all the time. A lot of time, the best the best players don't always win. You, you, you look, and again, we're we're here in Philly, so you look, you look when the Phillies had that starting rotation back in 2011. Everyone thought that was the best rotation of all time. Um, you know, then the Eagles get this so-called dream team yeah. when they get uh, Nam Diasama, Vince Young, and Ew. and all those guys. Uh, you know, how many times do you see it that the, you look at the Yankees every year? The yeah. Yankees. I mean, every year the Yankees they uh, they buy the best they team. buy the best team, and you know they don't win the World Series every year. No, it's all about that chemistry. And you look at that Phillies team that in 2008 that won. Uh, it's like, what, who do you have? You had Cole Hamels, Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins. Uh, you talk about Ryan Howard, obviously has fallen off a little bit, but Chase Utley, Hall of Fame player. No, stop it. Really? Are you serious? He's probably one of the best second basemen of our generation. Who's better? Kev, but yeah, but dude, he's not a Hall of Famer. Really? No way. No way. You Would you put Jimmy in the Hall of Fame before J- him? I wouldn't, but Jimmy's going in. Jimmy, Jimmy's going in. I don't agree with it, but Jason Stark said he's going in, so I agree with Man, Jason Stark. I, I, you can't argue with Jason Stark. Well, here, you know, I, I'm going I'm to pull up Chase Utley. The guy just hasn't he, – he's been hurt. He hasn't played enough. He doesn't, yeah, his, numbers just aren't, his numbers just aren't good enough. But, yeah, I mean, even that 2008 team, they just had chemistry. They, 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 had, uh, they just had a good nucleus. They didn't have that – those. Uh, they didn't have that Roy Holiday or, or Cliff Lee – but they were able to get it done just because they, they really seemed to really like each other. That boss, Some of those Boston teams, uh, the 93 Phillies were the same way. 93 Phillies, I was just watching them uh, a clip on them the other day. It's like they're – like, really? Like, John Cruck, John Cruck was good. He wasn't great. Lenny Dykstra, obviously, had some very good years when he was possibly on the juice. <laughs> I, I, but, like, they, they just they, – they had good chemistry, so – that's what separated it. You think Lenny was on the juice? I don't know. Some kind of juice. He was on <laughs> orange, apple, something, something along those lines. So yeah, that's it's uh <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Sorry. Mike's Mike's uh incapacitated <laughs> incapacitated right now. Uh so uh, kind of going going off that, I definitely think that the chemistry is is one of the most important things, and this this is when it comes down because we'll kind of transition into this. You have a guy uh, like Javion Clowney who's who's looking to be one of the best. Uh, when you when you look at his combine stuff, when you look at what he's done so far in terms of uh, freak athletic ability, uh, it's 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 mind boggling how th- this guy is genetically engineered to be the best, the best defensive player of all time with, with just genetically what he has. Uh, it's unbelievable, but you know, you look at him and, and guys are questioning his work ethic. Guys are questioning his, uh, his motivation. Guys are questioning, you know, his personality and stuff, but Clowney is just, he, I've never seen, and we talked about the combine. The combine, it's it's one of those things where it, it should show a lot, but you can't take everything it says. Look at Mike Mamola. 
But what Javon Cl- Javion Clowney is doing, uh, what he's doing right now is, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, sorry, I was just looking up Chase out those numbers. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, Cl- yeah, Clowney's a freak. But um, like, the, I mean, look at look at his what he's tested. They're looking at him, and all his like reflex test, tests are like they're saying it's better than Olympic sprinters. About, but I don't care about all that. Yeah, but and, I, I don't and, care about it. Mike Memorial was great at all that stuff too. Yeah, but nothing. There's been, never been an, a human being like this before. Oh, man. I don't know. It's just. Could you imagine? There was never a human being with Jeff George's arm either. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I I I always like to get. Now look, don't get me wrong. You look at game tape and the guy's great yeah. too. But I don't care about the. I don't care about the forty yard dash with no pads. Yeah. I don't care about it. I don't care about how I can jump. I just. I'm I don't just, care. He, he he's, I I don't know. It's one of those things because I I usually don't get suckered into the Javon, combine Javon stuff. Javon Curse was a freak too. Hence he, the was a hence, he was a curse. He was a curse. He was a freak. Hence the nickname and look what he turned out to be. Yeah. Chase all these career numbers. What do you think his career batting average is? I'm gonna say two, eighty three. Two eighty eight. Not bad. Career career homers. Two twenty five. Two twenty. Jesus, I'm on the ball right RBIs. now. RBIs. See, he was play, usually hitting the two hole, so he's probably not up there that high. I'm gonna say, I don't, I couldn't even ballpark that one. Just ballpark it. You're on fire. Uh, I have no idea. None. Eight hundred and twenty-one. I guess so, I, could, I was gonna say nine hundred, but so, I was like, I was so, like, am I selling so the, these selling numbers, him? These numbers aren't even close to. I mean, yeah, not even close. Yes. I mean, two hundred. Now hold on. Now let me look up. Let me look up Ryan Sandberg, who is a Hall of Famer at second base. I just, I'm just. I mean, I'm, you have to think about too. Like, how many good second base? Second it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Guess, you know, yeah. you can't just get a guy in because there's not that many second basemen in. Yeah, but he's he's like the best second baseman in baseball for. I mean, before uh, what's his name from the Yankees came over. Uh, I don't. know. He's. I don't. Uh, maybe not. Probably not. Hall of Fame numbers, especially because he's already completely broken down. And I should have looked up. I should have looked up. Uh, Who? Roberto Alomar. But oh uh, um, yeah, something's going on here. Uh, the com- the computer's freezing up. But nice. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say I won, and we'll leave it at that. So, kind of going back to this whole whole clowny thing. Uh, I don't. To, to me, to to have a guy this physically gifted, and you look at Mike Mamoa. Clowney is like putting to shame every other player. I mean, he's the fastest player. He's like one of the fastest players in the draft. He's one of the strongest players in the draft. He has the best reflexes in the draft. He's, uh, you know, he's able to do do things like his agility is better than anyone in the draft. When you look at that, like up close, it's like how can you not take him number one? I mean, especially with this quarterback yeah, class uh, that is, uh, is I'll so. Tell you, I'll tell you how not. Why? Quarterbacks run the league, and if you don't have a good quarterback, you're not winning. Yeah, now, but this I know this is, not this, isn't great, this isn't a great, this isn't a loaded. But you look at the Browns, you look at the Raiders, you look at a ton of teams need quarterbacks. The Texans need a quarterback. Yeah, the number one pick. Um, dude. Yeah, but you, here's the thing though. Look at what Seattle did with Russell Wilson. He is Russell Wilson a, a like the one of the best quarterbacks in the game? No, he's he's good. He's very good. But their defense, and you have Marshawn Lynch. You have Arian Foster there, who's one of the best running backs in football. 
And if you have J.J. Watt and you pair him up with Clowney, it's, it's frightening how good their defense could be. Like, frightening. That's the whole thing. You, you put this defense uh, – you get, you get a great hold on, hold defense. On, hold on, Kev. I might, you, I might stand corrected. Uh-oh. Are we on Ryan Sandberg back? Yeah. Is it back? Career average for Sandberg. 276. 285. Okay. Home runs. Uh, 315. 282. RBIs. Uh, 872. 1061. Jeez, I thought we'd get all that. I'm, Dude, I just don't see him as a Hall of Famer. I don't know. Like, I don't see Jimmy Rollins as a Hall of Famer. He's more of a Hall of Famer than I mean, 15 years yeah. playing shortstop. But, the, but Chase Utley, during his, during his time, has been the best. Uh, he's been in the All-Star game because he's the best second baseman in baseball for, for right, year after year. Right, you still need numbers to get in. Like, if you're the, best, if you're the tallest midget, I don't care. <laughs> really, I mean, it's always great. He's the tallest midget. Yeah. What does that mean? I guess. I don't know. He's still got a few more years in the tank, so we'll see, we'll see where he goes. Uh, kind of going into, uh, you know, back into baseball. We talked a little bit about this before. Uh, Pujols hit his 500th home run, and I mean, no one cared. I really, no one cared about it. It was the least it hype, really was. and it was one of those things where you remember when when Mike Schmidt hit the home run, and it was funny because I, I I'm watching Mike Schmidt comes down and like gives the whole fist pump, and it's well, like yeah, because 500 you, home runs meant something. Right? I ha- I had a poster on my wall, and it was like 500 home run club with Mike Schmidt in the middle, and you had all these like yeah. Hall of Fame guys around them. Mike Schmidt was seventh on the home run list when he retired. That's insane. He's like he's like 18th now. It's insane because that's what I look at, and I'm like Mike Schmidt. You know, it was, I remember I knew about that, and I was young. I mean, what was that? When did we hit it? 88, 18th, 1987. 87. So I mean, I was seven years old, and I still remember that, and I still remember watching him hit that because we were all gathered. It was like such a big deal, and, and it wasn't just because it was Mike Schmidt. Because I remember watching. Uh, you think you're watching history? Yeah, because you're you are you're watching history, and I remember watching like McGuire and uh, Sosa. And stuff. It's just. I don't know why the pool holes thing, and it is, it's because 500, 500 home runs is not it's, a big deal t- anymore. It's tainted, I mean, what, and you can thank the steroid guys for that. Yeah, and it's now, it's, when you get to the 700 home run, maybe people will stand up and take notice, but 500 home runs doesn't do it anymore, and people don't care, and it's like, it's not even a milestone. It's like, great. It's and it a, should it's be. A speed bump. It should be, but it's not. And that's why, what, what was, I, I kind of thought when I saw ESPN, and it's, it wasn't even like ESPN broke into my regular scheduled program. ESPN on Sports Centers are like, oh, by the way, Pujols hit his five. It wasn't even like the lead. That's insane. It's like just insane to me that that uh, that that well, how it, much has changed. It's the same thing as hockey. When you're watching Sports Center, like the hockey playoffs, <laughs> it's like middle it's, of the day. It's like at yeah. the end, like they bring Barry Mo. Like if the show starts at eleven, they bring Barry Melrose in at like eleven fifty. Hey Barry, what do you think about this series? Like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, it's good. you know, it's good in the uh, organization, and, you know, and uh, they're, it's about time. And then, and they, okay, well, let's go back to more baseball. <laughs> well, the NBA playoffs uh, rule all right now, as they should. NBA is the, obviously the most popular popular sport in the world. Uh, why are you looking? Well, there's there's a sport there's a sport called football. You're in the world, I said. Oh, I mean, soccer. No, NBA, NBA basketball is the NBA is the most popular sport in the world. Okay, well we're in the United States where football rules. Yeah, but the NBA is big. No, NBA no, no, football rules. Kev, look at it. The football, football does rule. Football, I love football. The football has the draft. I mean, the draft is coming up. We're, you're talking about the combine. We're talking yeah. about 
um, things that are happening in the offseason. I do the same thing with the NBA. I'm sitting there, and it wasn't even before the Sixers. Like I'm, I know who's going to go first, first through five in the in the NBA draft, even if the Sixers are picking thirtieth. Like I know who who the best players are. No, I mean I do too, but that doesn't change that football is the most popular sport in this country. In by, this country, by far, by in this far. country, football is the most popular. But in the world, basketball is the most popular. So right now, the it, these these playoffs are ruling all, and especially the NBA playoffs. I mean, everyone's world, watching the NBA. I don't care what's going on in China. Everyone's watching the NBA playoffs right now. For Chinese Taipei, are they There's one. There's one thing you're caring about in China. Are they taking BP right now? They better be. Um, <laughs> Come on, Tiger. <laughs> He, Tiger was putting and chipping. Yeah. More than more than I can say about Chinese Taipei. Yeah, Shu Chin Zhu. <laughs> Who's on first? That's it, man. So, uh, yeah, I, but the NBA. Everyone watches the NBA playoffs. Like everyone watches the Super Bowl. Everyone watches the NBA playoffs. Like I'm going to watch the NBA finals regardless of who's in it. Yeah, I, I watched every minute of last year. The Spurs. Heat. Yeah. I thought it was a good matchup. It was. It, it was, was. It was so it, it exciting. Was, it was your classic contrast of styles. Yeah. Up and down against a half court old team against a uh-huh. fairly younger team. I mean, it was. It was. It was the the villain. Yep. Against you know the, like that the good the old bad. good old boy Tim Duncan. Duncan. Duncan, the most underrated athlete of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Now hold on, because uh, I'll I'll ask you this, and I know you don't know like a ton about this year, it with especially with you know us being Sixers fans, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would who would you who would be your dream matchup uh, for the let's go with this dream matchup for the NBA Finals this year? Yeah, what would you what what game would you what series would you watch uh, most of it? I still think for the finals, I still think the Heat Spurs. Yeah, I agree. I really do. I think the Heat Spurs because I'm always intrigued. Can the Spurs get one more? Can Duncan do it again? Can they? Mm-hmm. I just like the way they play. I like Pop, I like Kawhi Leonard. I don't. I just like the way they play, and I like. I don't like the Heat, so I would see. I would like to see them lose in the finals. Yeah, I totally. That's my. That's my now dream hockey matchup. You're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to yeah. just completely guess who's gonna be oh, playing. Well, the against. Black. The, I would say the Blackhawks. The, the Bruins Black. Are they? Yeah, the I think Bruins that's Blackhawks. I think that's a good one. Now the Blackhawks are in the Western Conference, right? Yeah, they are. See, to me, that's confusing. Yeah, I agree. Because they're in the Eastern Conference in Chicago's in the Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference for basketball. For basketball. So why? Well, because there's, so. there's more. There's more. There's more. So many more teams in right, the but East. But Chicago West. Because how many? How many it's, West it's, Coast it's, it's hockey what, teams? It's are west there? of. It's west of Philly. Yeah, but it's when you look at the grand scheme. There's not many West Coast hockey teams. Like once once you get out there, LA, Phoenix and LA. Yeah, yeah, like, well, yeah exactly. Once you get out there, the Dallas North Stars aren't exact. It's not like a warm. I, it's, I it's a very warm climate. So most of those hockey teams kind of are, are you know northeastern teams. I guess you're right. So you're right again. <laughs> Blackhawks, Blackhawks, uh, Bruins. Now, yeah. uh, how about Super Bowl this year? Dream matchup. Um, I would like, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Manning and Brady go at it one more time. Yeah, that's a good in the one. Super Bowl. Brady, uh, Patriots, uh, Patriots, Colts, Colts, I mean, Patriots, Broncos, <laughs> Patriots, Colts. Good God. Patriots, Broncos, Philly. I mean, yeah, baseball. baseball. I, mean, I always go Phillies. Obviously, yeah. I want to see the Phillies. But if I wasn't a Philly fan, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> see, this is where because this is this to me. I love baseball. I, I really love, do. I love it too. But baseball I don't, does a horrible job of marketing players. They though. do, and I would. I don't think I'd watch like an entire like I'll watch like you said. 
If it's like, the like, Super Bowl, like, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do, you, do you go to a baseball game to watch one particular? Like you say, I'm going there. I'm going to watch Mike Trout. Like maybe Mike Trout, but I'm going to the field. I'm going to watch Chase Utley. Not, like no. I don't know. You go to watch a baseball game. Like I don't go. Like I'm going to a Sixers game. I'm going to watch LeBron. I'm solely there to watch exactly. LeBron James playing person. I I don't go to a baseball game and say I got to see this guy playing person. I got I, yeah, I'm here I to agree. watch this guy. You're just there to watch a game. Yeah, I totally agree. I think. Uh... You're right. They, like that individual player marketing is not is not the same. That's what I kind of look at. If I went to if if Miami plays, because I'm pretty much in the same boat. If Miami plays San Antonio uh, in the finals, I will watch every single minute of the game, like every minute of every single game. If the Flyers uh, get to the get to the finals, and I will watch every single minute of every single game. It's the same thing. If uh, the you know the play if the Super Bowl I'll watch every minute of the Super Bowl no matter what. With baseball I'm not watching every minute. I'm not unless wa- the Phillies are in it. Unless the Phillies are yeah, in it, I'm not watching. I might watch. I might not even watch. Like I, 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 I would probably watch like a game no, or maybe catch no, a few innings here. I would. I, I sporadically watch it, right? But I'll be honest, Kev. Last year I was glued to that Heat, that Heat. Um, uh, Spurs series. Yeah. Absolutely glued. I totally agree. I think it's the, it's and when the most... Ray Allen hit that three ball, man, it was like someone stuck a knife in my back. Yeah. That, that's, that's going to be, that's what I'm looking for this year. Something, something good. I'd be excited. You're right. There's a lot of gimmicky. I want to see that, that old school basketball Pacers. <laughs> can you imagine how pissed off people would be and how excited we would be if the Pacers benched them and Turner and went back to their old ways and somehow figured it out, and it went Pacers Spurs. I wouldn't mind that. Like that old school basketball, getting yeah. Duncan Duncan and Hibbert exchanging baskets. I, w- I want to see the Spurs win one more. I yeah, I would like that. Too. I would like them to see them. I would like Duncan to win one more. That yeah, would give I agree. Him five, and that would put him up there with like guys like Magic and Kobe. Well, no, he's there with Kobe, mm-hmm. regardless how many titles, but. <sighs> Yeah, I'm hoping they get. I'm hoping they get it done one more time. I agree. Show brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We are just a phone call away. Eight 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 four five eight two nine two eight. Integrated Play and Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic realm, contact Renee two six nine seven six zero three eight five seven. And finally, Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. Cross River, Cross River Realty is also a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. So, Mike, uh, you know, I'm I'm very excited tonight because Game of Thrones is on. We were talking about this Ooh. a little. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm excited. I'm a huge Game of Thrones guy, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to eat my dinner, uh, you know. Just sit, sit. I we you know we redid the living room. Got a, yep, got all yep, new couches. Sure. Got a new TV mounted on the wall. Did the whole nine yards. The TV's crystal clear, and uh, I'm just so excited to sit out there and watch Game of Thrones tonight. Uh, it, it's it's one of my things. Now you're still on the Sopranos kick, are you not? Yeah, I can. Wa- I can go back and just watch those all day. All I can just keep watching them. I see. I just. I wouldn't put The Sopranos in my top three well, HBO uh, HBO series of all time. Because you're a moron. The, I wouldn't put it in my top three HBO series of all time. Ooh. It's probably it sneaks into the top five. Oh, it's good. I, I I wouldn't put it in my top three though. It's probably four. It's just it's it's a good show. 
my thing is, and we talked about this before, The Wire is the best HBO show ever because every character was so developed. You knew everything about them. Dude, you know what? The main characters in Surprise, you know everything about, too. No, you don't. Well, who didn't you know about? There was, like, characters. Uh, the main characters. The, 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 here, Meadow Soprano. She goes from, like, a drug addict who's doing all these she drugs. She was a main Suddenly, character? Yes, she was. Oh, she was kind of. Who, who do you consider a main character, well, then, well, of The Sopranos? Tony? Well, Tony, Paulie. Cal- Cr- Carmella? Tony, Paulie, Christopher, Carmelo. 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 Carmelo Anthony was, Carmelo, was, was, was um, a big player in that series. Silvio. Um. You know, there was main. I mean, AJ and Meadow were just kind of. Uh, Doctor Melfi was a main. The, the, no, they were in the. They, they were, were in the definitely. Back they were backburners. You're crazy no, with your were. back. You and your backburner. They were. I think. I definitely think that. Uh, I definitely think that. You know, the, Adriana. The, AJ, you're going to put Adriana up there, and you're not going to put Meadow and and AJ. Uh, AJ. AJ would try to kill himself. It, it was well, like the entire storyline uh, for a season. Well, he should have succeeded. He was so annoying. <laughs> Meadow, Meadow went from being a drug drug addict, and all of a sudden it's just like boom. She, I'm She's back. Not a drug addict. She did some ecstasy. Never a drug addict. She ruined her grandmom's. She ruined her grandmom's house, and all of a sudden she it was like she's scrubbing the floor, and 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 from then on out she's like this golden 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 child. I just don't. I think and listen, I love The Sopranos. I think it's a great show, but at the same time, I'm not putting it. It's not close to the wire. Uh, it's not what Game of Thrones has done. Uh, true to tech, it's not that. It's 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 a, it's what it is. It's a great show. HBO has the best shows on TV, but it's not even in the top three. I love it, but it's 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 no wire. I'll give you that. It's no wire. So thanks everyone for uh, listening tonight, tuning in, uh, or this week <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast. Uh, join us next week, uh, Sunday night. Unless you hear otherwise, because there's a cigar fest that we might be going to. Uh, going live. If not, then I will probably smoke a cigar here in studio in celebration. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, our sponsors again. I'd like to thank our producer, uh, producer Rob, engineer Dave, Mike, and I coming back at you next week at 7. Until then. I got a million ways to get it. Uh-huh. Shoes one. Hey, bring it back, bring it back. Now double your money and make it stack. I'm on to the next one, on to the next, I'm on to the next one, on to the next, I'm on to the next one, on to the next one.